Welcome to Present Company, the Netflix podcast that brings you dynamic conversations with exceptional people behind your favorite series, films, documentaries, and specials. I'm your host, Krista Smith. For years, I was Vanity Fair's ambassador to Hollywood, interviewing countless actors as well as creatives and authorities across the spectrum. My passion is talent, any form of it. How do you know you have it? How do you cultivate it? How do you protect it? And also, I want to get to the heart of what drives it. On this podcast, I'll be talking to people in Hollywood and far beyond. Thank you for joining me. Well, I'm excited for you to hear this interview because I have two of the loveliest, most talented, coolest women in Hollywood who also happen to be best friends of more than two decades, Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. They joined me to talk about their new film, Thunder Force, in which these two ladies suit up as superheroes. And it's written and directed by one Ben Falcone, who also happens to be Melissa's husband. This movie is such a riot. It's so laugh-out-loud funny, I can't even tell you. There's a dream sequence that will have you in stitches. And Jason Bateman, well, let's just start there, but also his character is half crab. And Melissa's eating raw chicken, and there's even a Nell joke for all of you hardcore Jodie Foster fans out there. And at the heart of all of that is a story about two women and the kind of friendship that can carry us through a lifetime. So sit back and enjoy. Here is Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer. Ladies, how excited am I to see you? First of all, just to see you. <laughs> it's It's been too long. Anyway, it's been way too long. And I love this movie. I sat on my couch. I laughed out loud several times. Uh, Jodie Foster, can we just talk about that? That whole scenario was just killed me. Jason Bateman dying beyond. What a discovery. The young actresses that plays your daughter, Octavia, loved her. So, Melissa, your husband wrote and directed this film, right? And he's a big comic book aficionado. And this is it. I always wanted to do a super hero movie had either one of you read a comic book or were you interested in playing a superhero at all or was this uh, a brand new experience no i'm not a comic book person at all ben is like he's still there's hundreds there's thousands all over the house um but the 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 thought of being in a world where there are no limitations and there's no rules you can make them up you can bend them break and expand them to me is like (gasps) That's amazing. But I did always love the word, like, I, you know, in the 70s, I remember watching, like, I love Spectre Man, which I think was this, like, Japanese show where it was like, you know, there was like somebody in a, in a monster suit crushing, like, small, you know, small sets. And I just remember thinking all of that and we played on the playground. So that was more my thing. But then, like, you know, Wonder Woman, Bionic Woman, all that stuff, I was like, it was exciting to think about, especially, you know, even now, but especially back then to see that like that, that woman was who was coming in to like kick butt and save the day that I've always been like, I'm in. Mm. I love Lindsay Wagner. Me too. <laughs> what about you, Octavia? Um, I, I never read any comic books, but I, you know, I was a Wonder Woman fan as well. And I'd always wanted to play a superhero, even though I, I don't think that there was ever one that, you know, uh, uh, that I could play uh, until Ben Falcone. Um, mm. 
So it was, uh, this is basically, and really is a dream come true for me to, to get to play a superhero. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about those suits, because I just wonder if you were thinking about the Chris's, you know, Captain America and Thor, you know, they get to wear all those special suits. And here you ladies are. Those are awesome outfits. Can you just talk to me a little bit about one, just designing them, getting into them, acting in them, doing all that action and wearing them? Ironhead made those amazing suits. And at first, by the time we were about up, uh, up and getting ready to get into production, there's such a huge lead time because it's the technology, it's the fit, it's what is the design, what are all the, all those pieces that go on top of it are molded specifically for your body. I mean, there's a, there's a science and technique to how they do it, which is why they look like that. Because you either have that or you look like something, no offense, Amazon, that came out of an Amazon bag. <laughs> there's really no middle. I mean, even when like, oh, somebody's trying to make it, there's a, there's a specificity to that kind of sewing using those fabrics that is so difficult. And they said they didn't have time. And I literally was like, I, I haven't told actually anybody the story. I went to, uh, which I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say because I don't want anybody else to do it. I was so like, wait a minute, Octavia and I are in our late 40s. We're we're getting to play these superheroes. We can't make it look like a joke. This has to be done legit and we need you. And I went to the owner's house one night. I I asked if I could come. I didn't creepily stalk him. And his wife was like two days away from having a baby. And I sat in his living room and literally begged him. And I said, you just can't. We're going to look like fools. And for every young girl or every woman our age that finally gets to say to say, like, that could be me. It's not going to be the same. And I beg you. And he's like, I just we don't have the time. Oh, I was like sobbing like his poor oh, wife. I'm crying in his living room. And then I kept saying, I'm really not crazy inside his living room crying. So maybe I am. And finally, he goes, you're killing me. And I'm like, I hope so. Will you do it? And then they made these unbelievable suits that when Octavia and I put them on, we both were like, we are so powerful. We felt strong and powerful. And they were also crazy comfy. They weren't hot. You could do any fight scene in them. They were, they're magic to me. They're literally magical. <laughs> well, I, I think we'll, we'll get to I want to get to like some of your favorite scenes or, or what the ones that were the most challenging just to keep a straight face. But I want to talk about the essence of this movie, which I love so much uh, because it's about friendship. It's about women. It's about girls, uh, your best friends and how hard it is to maintain those relationships over the course of maturing and growth and life happens and people take different paths. And what I think is so beautiful about this hidden, this hidden story within this great comedy action superhero film is really two women's, you know, the love for each other and their determination to come back and their forgiveness for each other. And I just love that. So I want you guys to talk a little bit about that. And obviously you're besties in real life, which I also love, you know, you've known each other, you've come up in the trenches together. You know, obviously there's an added layer to this for both of you. Definitely. Um, I, I, that was one of the things, I mean, to, to get the call that, you know, I'm going to be, to get to play a superhero opposite Melissa was like a dream come true. 
And then you get the script and I'm reading it and I'm laughing and I cry and I, I just feel the bond uh, that these two women share and um, how, how beautiful it was that when Lydia came back into Emily's life, um, how much you realize uh, that Emily doesn't really have an extended family and that her daughter needed, you know, just that other outside touch, like to have someone else to go to besides mom and grandma, you know, that aunt. And, um, but that's, that's what I loved about it because it made you feel all of these emotions and that's what life is. Life, every single day you run the gamut of emotions. And I thought Ben wrote an amazing script that captured um, uh, true friendship and the hardships of it um, and how once you go through something, you, you've earned the, the bond that you, that you, you, you get to share with, with someone else who, who has that same uh, life experience. And I just, I loved everything about the, both of those characters. Hmm. And for you, Melissa? Well, I think the same thing. It's like, you know, when you can, because without the story, without the, without the love story and without the, the fight for good, it, you know, it, I don't think there's anything there. It's like, yes, it was an act, it's an action comedy. Yes, it's a superhero movie. And all that stuff is really so great and incredibly fun. But it's the story of these two women and how you don't have to, you don't have to be, you certainly don't have to be perfect. And you don't even have to be like your friends. I mean, all of us have friends that you're like, on paper, it shouldn't work. I mean, we are oil and water, you know, there's no, there's no way, but it's like, I, I need to elevate to her and she needs to care less. And, you know, we both, we help balance those scales. And something I really love that in the writing of it and the character of Emily, I love so much that her entire life is dedicated to creating some way to fight back against the miscreants, to fight back, to fight for good, but it wasn't for vengeance. And to me, I thought most superhero stories would be about, you killed my parents, I will take my vengeance on you. It's great, it's, it's an exciting way to go, but to do it for, for the good of everyone else so no one else has to go through what I've gone through and feel the loss I've had, to keep, to keep Emily's heart and integrity intact while you're doing this fun, really funny action movie. I think if you, if you can keep those levels, which I think Ben did all, you can play all those things at once, boy, you're, you've got me. And I, I think that's why it's kind of hitting people in a different way. It's not just rock'em, sock'em. It's, uh, I mean, after, after the last year plus we've had, it's, it's the most ordinary people that are the superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's everyone doing the deliveries. It's every frontline worker. This is a love letter to them to say, like, you don't have to be you don't have to be spectacular to be remarkable. Mm-hmm. That makes well, sense. Well, yeah, it's it's true. It's just it was also super joyful. So I'll, I'll take that after this year as well. Um, what do you 
you guys have been friends for for 20 years, right? You've come up in the trenches. You've shared each other's failures, your, each other's successes. Um, and there's been a lot of the latter lately, uh, I will say. But what do you what's your favorite characteristic about each other? Or what, what do you owe that lasting friendship to that, that each of you commit to it? I just love her. Yeah, she's the night. She's I, I don't know anyone who doesn't love Octavia. She leads with kindness and intelligence and is constantly looking to shine the light on somebody else. Like, and, and she does it with her whole, whole heart. It's not like, oh, look what I'm doing. I'm, I'm helping this, you know, independent business owner. I'm doing this. It's, it's so for real. And you feel that to your core. She's solid in her shoes. She knows who she is. She knows what she's doing. And she knows how to shine that light on people out of nothing but the goodness of her heart. And if you don't want to be friends with that, you're crazy. <laughs> right back at you, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> I, Melissa's always been uh, a leader and she's always been that person that, you know, um, uh, my character said it in, in, uh, in Hidden Figures, uh, if, if one of us succeeds, we all succeed. She's always been that person to um, just uh, wrap her arms around her friends and just like bring them along um, in, in, uh, in their success, I should say, um, you and Ben both, they, they've always done that. Um, the, the, the people that, um, uh, and, they, and they also are generous people, generous of time, spirit, money, just generous and kind. And I think that when you, when you go through your, your twenties together and all of those ups and downs and the life experiences that, that we've got to experience with each other, um, we, we've earned that. Um, and, and, and because we've been there, I'll never forget, you know, when Viv was born and being there and just coming to the hospital and seeing you and holding her. And, you know, those are, those are life moments that, that we've earned as, 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 as people who genuinely love each other. And, um, and I, you know, talk about people being each other's cheerleaders. Melissa is, is, you know, she's everybody's cheerleader and she does stuff you know, that I'm still impressed from being on their set and how they run their set and, and the fact that they created opportunities for so many people who wouldn't have the moment as a department head to be department heads. Um, All of that. I mean, I'm impressed with who they are as people because I love them, but also who they are as producers because they've earned those titles and they've continued to create opportunities for people. And I, I just love how they love their crews. Mm. And this is the first time you two are sharing a screen together, right? As, as far as I know. On the no, big not screen. the first. Not the first. It's just been a, a long time. We did things with Tate Taylor back in the, way back in the day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. It all goes back to Tate, right? It all goes back to Tate. Everything goes back to Tate. All right. Well, this is the other thing, too, is your movies, you have a lot of it feels like family. 
Obviously, your husband's directing. You two are besties. You've got uh, Bobby Cannavale in it. You've got Jason Bateman. What are the benefits of working with people that you know and love on a project? Well, first of all, we're super lucky because the people we love so much are also bizarrely talented. I mean, it's a weird, my mom and dad, we were, it was a bunch of us out like for dim sum on like a Sunday, this is years ago. And we had such a, it was so funny. Everybody's like, the conversation was just nuts. And then afterwards somebody went, that's a weird group of friends. Like everyone's so funny. Everyone's so talented. They're all so nice. I'm like, you know, it's like anything when you meet somebody that you're just like, God, are they good? And like, they're so nice and their family's nice. It's like our families have all kind of, kind of joined in and like they treat people respectfully. And then we're always like, you know, I'm always looking for like, Ooh, who's, who are the new ones? We can kind of do this too, but we always make sure like, you know, anytime someone new is coming in their world, we do always make sure like, are they nice? Mm-hmm. Is it nice to one person, not nice to another? Do they do they like working? Because I don't want to make any, but we do travel. We're like a circus family. And the circus family is 100 people. Yeah. So I want to be sure we never bring in somebody who is going to make, who's going to diminish anyone on one of our sets. Who's going to make someone feel bad. Um, we just won't, we won't stand for it. So that's, that's the biggest thing we fight for. All right. Well, 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 yeah. And, you're going to get no argument for me about Jason Bateman. I mean, he just comes on the screen and I'm already in. I'm already, it's done. The, 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 I have a couple of questions. The, the crab claws, all of it. His character is so genius, brilliant, brilliantly written. Your scenes are just amazing, staggering because they're played so real. They're played so straight. Um, I loved every second of it. Uh, talk to me a little bit about, first, I want to know what's in the chicken. Second of all, what was that chicken? <laughs> and did you have a, and this goes to both of you, did you have uh, a favorite scene or one that was like the hardest to kind of do because it was hard just to get through it because it was so damn funny? That's a lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> I can answer the chicken one, um, which was uh, challenging. It was challenging. It was my own dumb idea. And then when it actually came to making it practical, I was like, what did, what did I, what did I, what have I suggested? Why don't I keep my mouth shut? Um, we started with some kind of mung bean fruit thing that was uh, very challenging and I could not uh, get that down. And then it went to even creepier. It was, there was the sous vide option where this food technician was like, it is, she's like, it is chicken. It looked 100% raw. She's like, if you cook it slowly enough over an incredible long time, it doesn't break down the fiber. So basically she's like, it's technically cooked, but it looks stone cold like raw chicken. Ben is a germaphobe and hypochondriac. I was like, if I even touch the plate, my, all of my belongings will be out in the driveway. I was like, I can't touch raw chicken. And continue living with Ben or in for myself. We ended up with uh, Asian pears, but she did this like enzyme bath and this and they, there was a whole process. But bottom line, when that plate came up to me, I wasn't like, hmm, pears. <laughs> I was like, that's raw chicken. <laughs> it was 
They did such a good job. And the crew was like, the look, I've never been on a set where the entire crew was just, they were looking at me with so much disgust. I was like, you guys, it's not raw chicken. They're like, oh, like people were literally like trying to like, you know, focus the camera and trying to not look at me at the same time. I'm like, that's a real feather in my cap. <laughs> For you, Octavia, do you have a favorite scene that you're filming? Oh, I I have so many favorite scenes. I mean, it, it's hard to boil it down to one. Um, but I, I will say um, all of the fight scenes, all of the scenes where we're like duking it out with people were just... Uh, they were kind of magical because, I mean, I've known Melissa for years and I've also known that she loves like mixing, mixing it up with the stunts. She likes getting on that harness and, you know, doing all of that stuff. So watching her in her element um, and just enjoying it so much, um, it was really, really fun. It was really fun. Yeah, the dream the 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 dream sequence was was particularly special. I don't want to do a spoiler alert for anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil, but that was one of the the most. I think that's one of the my favorite things I've ever got to gotten to do, and I won't explain what it is. But there is, yeah. My next question is is more for the two of you for towards your career, like in that you started in the way that most actors start, right? You weren't shot out of a cannon in one role that immediately, you know, elevated you to stardom. You've earned your success. How, and now we're, we're in our late forties ish, uh, ish right there, as you said earlier, like, how do you view success? Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm a a crisp 50. Yeah. (laughs) How has your point of view changed about the industry, about what success looks like, about what your priorities are? Because you've gone through the highs, both of you, Octavia, Oscars, Oscar nominated, Melissa, you've gotten so many Emmys, Mike and Molly, like you've been rewarded, you've been hailed, you've had box office success, all of it. You've done every genre, I got to say, is so amazing. I just want to shout that out because I don't think people really realize how many genres of film that the two of you have done. And it's pretty incredible from heart, you know, all of it. But how has your point of view changed or has it? Do you still... Are you still the 22-year-old that you started out when you moved to Los Angeles? It's funny because I... I thought we were successful, um, you know, back when we were shooting, you know, shorts together and learning. Um, and so this, I, I feel like that sort of laid the groundwork for, for where we, you know, where we've gotten in our career. Um, I, I'm glad I haven't become cynical um, or anything. I'm still excited to show up to work every day because I realize it's a privilege to get to do what you love to do. Um, but working uh, with Ben and Melissa, when you realize that you get to work with people that you genuinely love and you're working on a project that you genuinely love, um, it never never felt like work. It was, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm, I'm still excited about you know, whatever the, the future holds, not just for me, but for the young men and women coming behind us, you know, we, we started out together. And I guess that's where the fun in all of this is, is because we were there at the very beginning of um, each other's careers. And to be here now 
and getting to celebrate, you know, what other people consider like huge successes. I I was I thought we were successful when we were, you know, shooting in that um that big lots. <laughs> I, right? Oh I did too. I was like, we have we have a camera and we don't have a dolly, but there's a guy in a wheelchair and he's running with the dolly. I was like, we're doing it. We're doing um, it. I you know what? I I I feel like I got really lucky early on. I started as a as a PA. And so you really got to see how a set worked because I didn't know anything. I mean, I, I was, I had only done theater in New York and, um, and getting to really see like how it takes the masses. It takes this whole huge moving circus and it's all got to play. And everybody is as important as everybody else because you, you can't have one area go down. It's not about the actors. It's not about the director. It's not about this. It's every single layer, which is what it's summer camp to me. It's all of us. Nobody wants to go to summer camp by themselves. That's well, we've just been a year doing that and it hasn't been very fun. No, but I love, I love that quality to it. And I think I got to see that early on. And I also, I helped out with some casting, you know, just, I was the, you know, I'd bring in the papers and I'd clean up the garbage cans. And I got to see that everybody coming into audition, even if they weren't right for the part, people were like, oh, gosh, they're great. They're not right for this, but they're great. And I, I thought, I'm so lucky I see that because I never was like, I never got, I'm not jaded about it. I still think, Ben and I drive to, we just started something three weeks ago. And driving to work, we were like, can you believe we get to do this? Like when we see the sets for the first time, we're like, is somebody eventually going to be like, tap, tap, tap. We're going to need you to get out of here. Like, it's so fun to us. And we were, you know, it's like we work so hard at it, but it's like, what a labor of love. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I've, I've got to watch people that really love what they do. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm so glad I didn't get lucky or unlucky at, you know, 18. I think mm -hmm. I could have been nuts. You know, well, that's know. My, well, my last question, what advice do you have for younger, the younger generation? Octavia, you spoke to it about the younger, the younger people trying to start out in and make it and, and do the thing that they love. What would you give? What would, I asked both of you that, like for the next generation. Well, I, I will say what you first have to get trained um, and 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 learn to do whatever it is that you 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 want to do uh, or aspire to do. But um, for me, aside from getting training, um, I found my tribe, and I still have the same tribe, and. Uh, we all, you know, work behind the scenes on each other's things. And, and like I told you before, Ben and Melissa and Tate and Brunson and all of these people that, you know, um, are, are part of my tribe, whenever given the opportunity to um, hire you on something where you could, you know, advance because, you know, your career, they've always done it. Um, so I, I think, Definitely believe in yourself, um, create your own path, but find your, find your tribe too. 
you know? Hmm. What do you think? Yeah. Melissa? Uh, pretty much dead on that. I think, I think finding your tribes, everything. And I think for someone young, if you're, if the people you surrounded yourself are not encouraging, not just complimentary, but aren't like great job. Like if they're, if they're belittling you at all, that is not your friend move on. They don't have to, they don't have to lie to you and, and, and hoist you up, but your real friends will be there and you'll feel that support. And I agree with what you said. You've, you've got to learn. You have to know training and be trained to eventually let it go and find your own way. But you have to know, you have to know your craft first uh, to be able to say like, you know, I take from this and this and this and this that I learned and I've made my own way. But, and I think just listen to that inner voice, Hmm. you know, be quiet about your work, be prepared to Octavia and Allison Janney are two dear friends. They're also, they both got statues and everybody knows that they're two of the best uh, on the planet. They both come in with more prep. They are ready 10,000 times plus. And that is why they're good. And people that think, oh, I'm just naturally talented. I'm like, no, no, no. The ones that blow you away do all the work that you don't see. And that's uh, that's a biggie. Mm. Well, congratulations on a great film. I, I hope there's another one. <laughs> I hope there's a Thunder Force too. I loved it. And um, I'm going to leave you with Tay in the Wind because I I almost like popped a rib laughing so hard. And I was like, am I the only They get the joke? Like, I've been saying that for a year. It was so great. So um, you brought me so much joy. I'm so glad. It was so nice to talk to you. Likewise, ladies. Till the next time. Yes. Tag in the wind. Tag in the wind. Thanks so much for joining me. Thunder Force is streaming now on Netflix. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you've been listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Krista Smith. Join me next time for more meaningful conversations here at Present Company.